0: Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday morning, hoping all is going well with you. Today, we're taking a look at the third of a four-part series in opposition to Kratom. This four-part series was uh, published in Courthouse News. I covered the first one a while back with the intention of covering more. The articles are very intensive. They, there's a lot of information, there's a lot to look at, and um, I, uh, it, it takes a while to get through them. And, and so I try and come up with a quick synopsis of the articles and then just kind of letting you know my thoughts on them. But the something that I like about these ones is that they are so long, that they have so much information because most of the time, the sorts of articles or coverage on Kratom that's negative is pretty much like one hit and go. And uh, this person died of Kratom, respiratory depression was involved, and, uh, you know, Kratom related death. And this stuff is strange, and it should be taken off the streets, and mothers are scared for the children, and you can buy it in smoke shops, the end. Local news, right? So I don't really like the way it's been covered in the media, and I think it's been fairly one-sided overall against Kratom but uh, we can agree to disagree on that. But um, that's why I like these, because it's like, it makes me think. And um, I'm not coming at this with an agenda. I'm just trying to be, you know, as not biased as possible, walk the tightrope, have a good balanced view of Kratom and make informed decisions at the end. So it's always good to have input from both sides here. Um, So today we're taking a look at this third article and let's jump in. So this article, focuses on tupper lake new york a police sergeant there and this police sergeant passed away and they passed away in 2017 it says that he was in his home in his bathroom when his lungs flooded with blood so um it's it's first off what a tragedy And this is a police sergeant who was in very good health. He was very well-respected in his community and uh, a bodybuilder. No known drugs were found in his body other than kratom. The amount of kratom in his body was five times that of any kratom-related death before. Uh, 3,500 nanograms of metragyny per deciliter of blood. And it was ruled as a Kratom overdose. Now in this article, this writer who is very much, you know, trying to show that the opposition to Kratom has very good reason to be opposed. And that people who are for Kratom are just blindly following this narrative that Kratom is safe. She says that once the coroner released this finding that Kratom was the responsible party, if you want to call it that, all hell broke loose, quote unquote. Uh, and then everybody who was like for Kratom went, you know, crazy on this corner and on everybody, you know, in this town and the police department saying they're all liars, yada, yada. And, um, and, and so, basically, it says the only thing wrong with the guy was a hemorrhagic pulmonary edema. And it says that the only thing in his system was this crazy amount of Kratom. Now, People automatically jumped on this. They said, um, where's the toxicology report? Uh, The AKA issued a press release that contended over this along with another Kratom victim who uh, passed away in Florida. Now, the Florida victim, I looked into that. And the thing that's interesting about the Florida victim of a Kratom-related death or Kratom overdose, rather, was that they had two other drugs in their system, including citalopram. Citalopram is an antidepressant. It's one that I think, I can't remember, but I think I've, I was prescribed for a little while, a long time back, and it's an SSRI, and that's an interesting one because I've always been skeptical of SSRIs and how they interact with a lot of other things. It would surprise me if Kratom and Citalopram alone could kill someone, but it wouldn't you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. In fact, I would really, I want to start looking into that more because that's kind of a red flag for me. I would want to know how Kratom interacts with SSRIs, with antidepressants in general, specifically cetilopram. Um, Is there, you know, potential for someone going into a coma with that combination or, you know, what? I don't know, but that is something that I think is worth looking into so I'm going to start seeing if there's a pattern that pops up with that one um, and I think that everyone should be aware of that but uh, but it wasn't just Kratom right so now looking back at this, this one in New York, Tupper Lake New York it appears that there were no other substances involved and so far in my research I haven't been able to find any follow up toxicology report with the officer's blood to see if there was anything more Um, It is an exorbitant amount of kratom in this person's body, if you think about it. All the kratom related deaths up to that point that had been reported, this person had five times the amount in those people's bodies. I mean, and you're already talking about people who passed away. So the amount is is so high, it's amazing. Um, Moving on and clicking on some of the links involved, you get to see these articles talking about the officer. And how he was in impeccable shape, he was a bodybuilder, the only thing found in him was kratom, blood in the lungs as a result of so much metragyny. That's where I'm kind of having an issue. Um, I'm trying to read these articles from this journalist as more of a refreshing fact-finding mission than like scrutinizing her articles because I think that she's already done a lot of the fact finding and trying to publish something that's more in depth than anywhere else. And I think that's why I appreciate, I appreciate this work so much. So, um, definitely want to make sure everyone knows that. Um, something that I am having trouble with is this officer's death, blood in the lungs from too much metragyne. Can someone please explain to me how that's supposed to work? Because from everything that I can tell, this pulmonary edema, I don't quite see the the link. Like, I'm having trouble physically understanding how too much metragyne would cause that. Like, how is that going to be the effect? Um, digging into this some more, one thing I found was that it's possible, maybe, if you just swallowed, like, too much powder, like it could be like dust, you know? Um, almost like uh <laughs> there's somebody on Reddit, which is never a place to go for facts, but this person does have an interesting point. They said this officer died the same way many fatalities of the Cinnamon Challenge died. I think it was mostly in the inhalation of dust, like the dust pneumonia that was fatal during the Dust Bowl days. Um, And if you look it up, there are actually some people who died from the cinnamon challenge because of inhalation of cinnamon, and they died of pulmonary edema. So, although that's kind of going down the rabbit hole that this journalist probably doesn't want someone to go down, I can't help but think that this person on Reddit actually might have an interesting point, and it kind of falls in line with the journalist claiming that people can die from kratom. What if you can die from doing like a toss and wash of Kratom and inhaling all of the Kratom, like not swallowing it, but getting way too much of it in your lungs by inhaling it. And it causes like bleeding and death. I don't know. It might be a stretch. I can't imagine anyone actually doing that. Here's the interesting thing. The officer who was taking Kratom wasn't doing a toss and wash and he wasn't taking it in capsule form, it seems. He was making it quote unquote into a paste and then eating it. Now I don't know what I, I don't know what that means. Making it into a paste and eating it. That would appear to me to take away the possibility of the inhalation of Kratom dust, right? If it's a paste, unless he did a poor job at it. Um, Also, I don't know how he could eat the amount of kratom that you would need to eat to hit these high levels of kratom in your system. I mean, that means he was eating it, right? There are just some things that I don't understand. I'm not disputing it. Again, I'm trying to have a very balanced view on this. I just am trying to connect the pieces and the pieces are not quite fitting for me. However... I'm not seeing anything else mentioned as a possibility that contributed to this death. The only thing that I can think of otherwise um, would be that maybe there were some sort of bodybuilding supplements or some sort of thing that had to do with that, like creatine. Was he taking things that bodybuilders take that interacted badly with Kratom that could have caused this? But again, how would there be blood in the lungs? Like... I think that I'm just not smart enough to get this one. And I do mean that. I'm not trying to be funny, although that sounds ridiculous. But um, I I really am trying to understand it. And I don't think that, like, I I need a doctor in the room here to talk to me about how a pulmonary edema really happens. So anyway, this article goes on to talk about how, you know, all of these, uh, you know, kratom-related deaths always get the same response from... The kratom industry as a whole right and and it's always like a huge you know sometimes seen as a coordinated attack from people who are so much of a proponent of kratom that they're not willing to look at any of the information without first saying it's incomplete information I need a toxicology report and you don't know how this person really died and it's difficult because I totally see why that sucks you know who is it for someone to come in and say, this person didn't die this way when you're the grieving family, you're the person who's there, you know? But at the same time, you you just have to look at the facts and every single Kratom-related death after a couple years ends up being proven, you know, not just a Kratom-related death. Now, the other thing this article mentions, she goes into how... Um, A Google search on Kratom brings up sober reports from the Mayo Clinic. Um, The problem with that is that the Mayo Clinic, for as long as I've been looking at Kratom, has cited the same thing over and over again, which is Kratom is unsafe and ineffective. If you type in Kratom into Google, the first result will most assuredly be the Mayo Clinic saying Kratom unsafe and ineffective. and. it doesn't talk about the fact that the leading world scientists just got together this year and said that it is not unsafe and ineffective to the point where it should even be a concern. Okay. Like that the world health organization just doesn't hold any weight with the Mayo clinic all of a sudden. Right. So there's just a lot of, (laughs) you, you can't just say the same thing about a drug year after year after year when new information comes out about it and in this article it also mentions that as more information comes out about kratom it's more obvious that it's dangerous that's not true the more information that's come out about kratom the more information there's been that shows that it's not as simple as people make it out to be and that more research is needed right i'm even i'm going to grant this that that I won't even say that the more information that comes out, the safer it's shown to be, because I'm not going to make that claim. What I will say is that it's definitely it's not showing that it's like more dangerous. We're not uncovering kratom death after kratom death after kratom death, or you know, like a huge huge uptick in the amount of people who are, you know entering rehabs for kratom it's just not happening. So I feel like there needs to be some sort of grounding, even though I appreciate this article, you know, critiquing the pain news network and, you know, all these other outlets, Reddit and all these other things. Um, you're, You're using the Mayo Clinic in a response to that. And the Mayo Clinic isn't looking at the most recent research. So how can you say the most recent research is showing anything? That's just that's not that's not how things work anyway i wasn't as you know that enthusiastic about this article as i was about maybe the last one or the one before that um but 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 what i will say is that this officer's death is definitely a mystery to me and that i would need to know some more about um pulmonary edemas not putting this on the coroner or the family like no i would never put a burden on them um they've they've done their part in their and they're grieving and that's the end of it. And I feel really bad and I want to respect that. So I, I am not doubting anyone there. I personally am having trouble understanding how that works. So I'm going to have to do some more digging pulmonary edemas and how it would be possible for someone to make a kratom paste and eat the amount that one would have to eat to reach the levels of toxicity that's quoted here. Uh, in this person's body so this one kind of a bit of a mismatch for me um but that but that's just my opinion and uh, of course i'm linking all four of these parts of this series in the description of each one of these podcasts about it and uh, you can make up your own mind and you can also send in your input tell me if i'm wrong please do we're here to learn we're here to be real let's keep it up okay everybody that's going to do it for me for today Hope you all have a great rest of your Tuesday. We will be back tomorrow. We're going to be looking at some curious cases in Colorado. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. (laughs) Bye-bye.